I'm Gian Villatoro, the founding pastor of Victory Church Odessa. I say hello to you, to our worship service, the twist on December 19th, 2021, our worship service number 269 since we started the church. I would like to invite you to go with us into, into this teaching, but before I start speaking about it, what if you go to our website, vchurch.us forward slash bulletins, or simply vchurch.us, explore the website, and there you will find the tab bulletins. You can click there and be able to download the bulletin of today. The other option is doing it through your camera on your phone. You just open the camera, point towards the QR code, and immediately your phone will take you to this particular URL. It's a link. You just click there, then you will be able to download the bulletin of this wonderful Sunday. Thank you so much for your support. To everybody here in the church, I thank you with all of my heart for what you are doing. Thank you for your contributions. You can help us, vchurch.us forward slash give is the way to go, or you can simply send a text message 432-268-0007, indicate the amount, and the system will take you through. Thank you to our beautiful church members. You are awesome, guys, and we all here in Victory Church help one way or other. Thank you, Tracy, for the songs. I love the Christmas songs, and we had a great time together today. Thank you, Sebastian, for your work with this broadcast. So, Let's go and study together the twist. I remember years ago that we were dancing that. Well, I was not even more, <laughs> but the twist, you remember that? It was a fun time with uh, the music. I always love, love music, being honest with you. But today I want to share with you this scripture. And we're going to dig into this scripture, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. And we read, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please, Lord, guide us through this reflection. And we read, with God's power working in us, He can do much, much more than anything we can ask or think of. It's true. The power of God in our lives. Have you experienced the power of life, of God in your life, my friend? Have you been in a place where you just knew it? If the Lord is not with me, I will not be able to move forward. Have you experienced the power of God in your life? Personally, I have been in situations that, honestly, only God, the Lord, could help me. Situations with my family, situations with my work, situations, situations with my health, situations even legal situations and different uh, things, finances, relationships, in many aspects of my life, I found myself, I will say, in trouble, in trouble. So let me show you this image. But let's suppose you are near the ocean, let's suppose, and you decide to go for a walk. And then you see this rock formation that is, it's like a, some, some kind of bridge. And you decide to cross that bridge. It looks solid. You want to have a good time. But suddenly you trip. And now you are 
in big trouble. You are just hanging from the rock formation. And why is that? Why is it that sometimes while we are in life going through normal situations, you will say, sometimes we are just exploring adventures, but not necessarily. Sometimes we just go through life and we live unexpected circumstances. So what do you do when you live unexpected circumstances? What do you do, my friend? Isn't it true that when we go through those unexpected moments, we freak out? We do. We do, and our emotions take, take control sometimes. In occasions, what happens is our emotions take us to, to, a, to, to a, uh, an expression of anger, for example. Unexpected situations will move us to, to be really angry. And we are looking for somebody that we can blame for our problems. You know, and the most common example that I can give you about unexpected situations is when in the workplace, when everything is going well, and you feel that things are getting better for you, and you feel that probably it is going to happen, something great is going to happen to you, maybe a raise in your salary, a promotion. You see that people are receiving bonuses and extra commissions and you say to yourself, I am going to get something also. I feel it's coming. And boom, the news. <laughs> Unexpected situations. Unexpected things that happen to all of us. And, well, we get upset, but sometimes after being upset, we are sad. And depending on the person, uh, the personality of each individual, sometimes we can go into deep depression or we can just be sad and we isolate ourselves. And sometimes we are crying and sometimes uh, we take it a little bit further. And we start to think about revenge. We start to think, I, I, I need to get even with these people. You know, it's not fair. It's not fair. But unexpected situations also happen not just with your work, with your employment. You know very well that in, in some occasions, those unexpected things happen even in your romantic relationship. There is news that the person that you love, your spouse, suddenly says to you, I'm done with you. I want to move forward. I want a divorce. And that is devastating. Sadly, in occasions, it's not just as simple as that. You can receive in, in those romantic uh, relationships news coming from somebody else telling you, that your spouse is cheating on you. That is unexpected. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. How do you respond? What do you do in moments of unexpected situations? I want to take you to the scripture. And it's about God working in you. Whatever it is what you are going through, whatever kind of unexpected situation came to you, 
and you are thinking, this is not fair. It's not fair, I have been a good person and suddenly this particular thing is happening to me and you are upset and you are angry and somehow you are looking for revenge, right? And you want an answer, but there is no answer. You know, those moments of unexpected situations are the best opportunities that you have to connect with the good Lord God Almighty. To connect with Him and understand that He has a plan, that He has something special ahead of you in your future, that you just can't see it, but it's there. Something can happen. You just don't see it at that moment, right? And then the question comes to you. And you probably thought about that. So I'm asking you now. Do you think that the good Lord left you? Did God leave you alone? What do you think? You know, when you suddenly hear the news about an accident or a health situation and somebody dies in your family, close to you, a loved one, and you are wondering, did God leave me? Did God leave me? When you are experiencing unexpected situations, many questions will pop up in your mind. Many things you will start thinking about God, about your life, about the future. And this idea that God left you, that you are alone, that you don't have any resources now, you just feel abandoned. Those ideas can destroy you, but I want to take you back to the scripture. Ephesians 3.20, with God's power working in you, he can do much more and more than anything you can ask or think of. The whole thing is, when we are going through those unexpected situations, rather than being upset with God, mad at the Lord, rather than getting ourselves into a destructive path, whether it's by drinking or getting high, or like happens to many couples when they go through the experience of adultery, they decided to go nuts and start dating people and do you know what? And after a while, they, they say to themselves, what am I doing to myself? Am I trying to hurt myself so the other person is going to be frustrated or in pain for me? You know, rather than doing what is wrong, in the event of unexpected events in your life, you need to go to God. You need to come to Him and talk to Him. Because the power of God in you is going to do amazing things. Things that you still now have not thought of it. And the Lord can do, like the scripture says, much more than anything you can even ask. 
But sometimes the question is, did God forget me? Because I'm going through this for a while. Maybe you are that person, right? That not just one time or two, but several times you lived <laughs> not pleasant experiences. And it's not just the last month, but not just the last year. It's like a series of things happened to you for several years in a row. And you're just thinking, is it my bad luck or what? Did God forget me totally? Some people think that way. And it's understandable because for some reason we all think that things are going to get better just because. And sometimes even we say, well, maybe God is not doing his job. Imagine that. People thinking that is. God's responsibility that everything about our lives must go pleasant and perfect and nice. But when we live the unexpected events in our lives, this idea comes to mind, right? Did God forget me? I want you to know that the Lord has not forgotten you. He keeps thinking of you because the Lord God loves you. But let me read again the scripture, Ephesians 3.20. With God's power working in you, he can do much more than anything you can ask or think of. It's the power of God working in you. And it's interesting because while we are going through bad experiences and unexpected circumstances, we cannot think that God is there for us to help us. We don't think about it, but he is. And you know what is interesting is that it's precisely in those moments when, when we live unexpected events, when the Lord is going to move. You know, when we say, I have nothing to rely on. I am pretty much using all my savings. I, I don't know which other doctor to consult about this situation. You know, I don't have money for another attorney. You know, I have filled out 200 job applications. You know, I have been dating and dating and I really can't find anybody. Or whatever the case may be. When you are exhausting all your resources, then one day you say to yourself, well, all, the, all that I can do is to pray. That's all that I can do. And you know what is funny about that? Is that it's exactly that the first thing that you should do when you are going through unexpected events in your life. It's exactly that, the first thing we should do. In the moment of crisis, in the moment of lack of money, lack of health, Lack of love, <laughs> if you want to even say lack of luck, <laughs> in the moment of the unexpected event, that is the moment, my friend, to pray. That is the moment where you need to be alone with the Lord because He has not forgot you. He keeps thinking of you. He loves you. But you are thinking, I don't think the Lord loves me anymore. 
I don't know even if he ever loved me. And then you go with your story, right? You tell your story to yourself about your childhood, about the disappointments in your parents' home, if you were with your parents. And then you go through the whole history of your own teenager years and your school years, your young adult life, and you see all these things and you extract all these bad moments and bad episodes, and you are thinking, I don't know if even God loved me one day. But the answer to that question, my friend, is the Lord loves you. He has, he does, and will, he will always love you. It is his power working in you what is going to do something that you cannot even think about. The power of God in you but you need to let the Lord work in you. And let's start there. How about that? Let's start letting the, the good Lord working in ourselves. And you're wondering, well, and what is that? How can I let God work in me, on me, with me? I don't understand. Well, the Lord God is a spirit. And he cares for the spiritual things. And maybe that is the problem. Maybe the problem is that when you are going through those tough situations, you are not thinking of the spiritual world. You're, you keep thinking on, on, on those things. You keep thinking of the things that you have been thinking all your life, which is the materialist stuff. You claim to be a believer, but your goals and your intentions and everything you do, it's, it's all about this world. And you think that you are responsible because you want to work hard and save money to provide for your family for the future. But if you notice, it's all about material stuff. And God is a spirit. He cares for the spiritual things. Although the Lord owns the whole universe, the Lord is king on this planet. He has the resources, the means, everything to provide for your needs. But as long as you keep thinking of material things, you are not letting God work in on you. Do you understand? You need to let God work in, inside of you, in your heart, to show you what really matters in life. Because sooner or later, we all are going to die. We all are going to experience human death, which for us believers is just transition to heaven. For those who are not believers, their transition will be to other place, <laughs> which is sad. And I hope that's not your case. Precisely for that reason is that we need to start there. The spirituality of God in heaven. And you know, sometimes the Lord allows all those things that happen to us just to get our attention. So we can stop doing what we have done for years and years and years, which is what? Caring for material things. Caring for the pleasures of this world. The pleasure of our flesh. Just to please our flesh in whatever we want and like. But when you let God work in you, he will start showing you 
that the spiritual things are more important. And then is when he will do much more than anything you can ask or think of. So the next question will be, does God care still for you? Do you think he cares? Some people think that the Lord doesn't care for them. They feel that in the eyes of God, they are just insects or whatever, trash maybe, garbage, useless people. Some people see themselves like that, thinking that God doesn't care anymore. And the reality is that you are wrong when you think that way. Because the Lord loves everybody. He loves every person that he has created. You know, you are not an accident. Regardless of your childhood and the story of your parents and how you were conceived and who left and who did this and who did that, regardless of all those things, the Lord always has been caring for you. Maybe what you need to start to see is that this particular unexpected event in your life has a purpose. It's to show you that the Lord cares. To show you that there is something else. That's why. Ephesians 3.20 says, With God's power working in you, He can do much more than anything you can ask or think of. Letting God working inside of you, initially to show you that what matters is eternity, heaven, not this world. So let me be frank here and ask you this question. What would you do if today you will die, this evening? What would you do? So let's suppose for a moment that there is a bomb... <laughs> And a ter terrorist attack, boom, explodes that bomb in your home, in your town, and you die. You say, well, that is not too possible. You know, I, I see very, very hypothetical that thing. Okay, but let's suppose there is a vehicle that crashes in your home, in your bedroom. Well, that's hypothetical too. Okay, let's suppose that something happens in your house and the roof falls in your head and you die. Uh, too much hypothetical still. It's too hypothetical. Okay. You fall in the shower. You trip somewhere. An infirmity. Cancer. Stroke. Heart attack. Too hypothetical still. So you are telling me that there is no possibilities that you can die tonight? You see, the possibility exists. The question is, if you happen to die tonight, what do you think is going to happen to your soul? According with the scripture, there are two possibilities and only two. One is you will go to heaven. And you don't want to hear the second one. Because what you want is to go to heaven. It's what you are longing for that reassurance in your heart that you will be with God in the future. Not just in heaven, but here on earth, because you are tired of the unexpected events and you just feel that your life is out of control. 
Letting God working in you will show you the importance of eternity, the importance of reading the Bible, the importance of coming to church, the importance of singing songs to the Lord. Because it is interesting, you know, how we are willing to sing all kind of songs and dance to all kind of music and celebrate all kind of festivities. But we refuse to sing a song to God. We refuse to dance for the Lord. We refuse to celebrate for an hour. One worship service to praise the name of God, the name of Jesus, one day a week. But you don't have a problem with singing all kind of songs, dancing to all kind of music, and having all kind of festivities, the day of the pencil, the day of the eraser, the day of whatever, because you are not thinking of spiritual things. All that you are thinking is yourself, what you want. What about what God wants? You see, when you let the power of God working in you, your priorities will change. You will start to see more and more clear that what matters is the spirituality of God, heaven, your own spirituality, church, worshiping God, reading the Bible, saying your prayers. And then, my friend, is when he is going to do much more than anything you can ask or think of. He will do it. He will do it. With the power of God working in you. I want to take the opportunity to invite you for December 26th, our worship service number 270. The title is Emmanuel, which means God with us. I hope you will join us, whether it's in person here in Victory Church, Sunday 26th at 10 a.m. or online as you choose. I would love to see you here, my friend. Emmanuel, God with us. Celebrating Christmas, the Lord Jesus with us. But talking about the unexpected events, I don't know. I was wondering about this. How many of the unexpected events that we live are the result of our own decisions? What do you think? What do you think about the way that we handle certain things? For example, with our health, the things that we were eating or we were drinking of the substances we were putting inside of our system. Don't you think that there is a moment when your own body will say enough is enough? <laughs> when we are kids and teenagers, probably we feel invincible. But eventually you will start noticing that your body cannot take everything you want to just put in. And when eventually you have problems with your health, how unexpected is that? Accidents, accidents with vehicles. How unexpected is to have a car accident when you have been a very poor driver? When you have been the person that under the influence of alcohol or drugs have been driving at high speed in different places 
eventually it's going to happen. How unexpected that could be. How can we say that things are unexpected in our relationships when we mistreat our spouse, when we are indifferent to our spouse's needs, when we disrespect our spouse, and suddenly somebody romanticized this person and your spouse needed some love and care. How unexpected is that? And when it's about business, whether you work for a company or you have your own business and, and you don't do what is right for the company that you work for, you don't want to be compliant, you just don't care about your supervisor's directions, you don't want to work with them, or if you have your own business and you don't want to pay attention to your customers' needs, they are telling you over and over and over again, when you come to do this job in my home, please do this. How unexpected could be for somebody to lose a contract when this person never wanted to even read the comments? How unexpected could be things when we are not making the right decision. So my direct question to you will be, do you acknowledge your own mistakes? <laughs> oh, that hurts, right? Because unfortunately, all of us are the same in that matter. We hate when somebody says, this is your fault. You did not do this right. We hate to hear those statements. We can't stand it. Especially when that comes from somebody that is close to us. Somebody that really knows how do we operate, how do we live. Somebody that, whether it's in the company or in the family or in the house, somebody that we spend a lot of time with us, they get to know us. What kind of shows do we watch on TV? What kind of music do we hear? What kind of language do we have? What kind of principles and values do we possess or we don't possess at all? People that get to know our character and they say, well, you know, this is not unexpected, actually. Just look at your own life and you get angry. So my question, do you acknowledge your own mistakes? Because I'm going to tell you this, in Ephesians 3.20, that I am being repeating and repeating, and I'm going to do it one more time. With God's power working in us, he can do much more than anything we can ask or think of. This is a true statement from the scripture, but requires humility. So my friend, my dear viewer, my dear listener, I don't want you to be upset, okay? I just want you to think about this question. Are you able to acknowledge your own mistakes? Or you always find somebody to blame for everything that is happening in your life? It's always your spouse or your ex-spouse fault. It's always your relative. Your friends is always the supervisor, is always the company, the employer, is always the customer's fault. 
Is that your case, my friend? Or you are humble enough to acknowledge that unexpected situations in your life quite often are the result of your poor decisions. Perhaps that is what the Lord is longing to see in you, the humility to accept that what you are doing is wrong, that you need to change. So he is allowing all these circumstances around you, closing doors here, allowing bad experiences coming to you to get your attention. Just to try to wake you up and say, hello, listen, I love you, I care for you. Stop doing that. Maybe that is what is happening. It's essential that you acknowledge your own mistakes. You know how we call this in church? We call this confessing our sins. We confess our sins in the presence of God and we say, Lord, forgive me. I want to change. Now, what about other people's decisions? If your spouse says to you, I don't want to be with you anymore, I'm leaving you. And after you try to convince your spouse otherwise, you finally see that this is a done deal. It's, it's a done decision. So to what degree do you accept other people's decisions about whatever they decide and you don't hate them? Because eventually, for instance, if your employer says to you, bye-bye, baby, what are you going to do? You can try to sue them. You can try to argue and unemployment and all that. But would you like to come back to work for a company that they already reject you and they don't like you anymore? So the thing is, eventually, you have to accept other people's decisions without hating them. You have to acknowledge your own mistakes and accept other people's decisions without hating them. Because then is when the power of God will work in you and he will do much more than anything you can ask or think of. Because the Lord will move in your life tremendously in a way that you could not even imagine. The Lord allowed many doors to be closed to you. The Lord allowed many bad things happening to you, to your life around you. But he has the power to restore things for you. He has the power to transform everything in your own behalf. The Lord has the power to open new doors, to bring new people to you, to restore you and to give you back your health, your joy, and more importantly, that relationship with him. That is the number one thing that every human being should prioritize. Our relationship with the good Lord God Almighty. So, my final question to you is, if you are willing to forgive everyone, are you, my friend? You think about all these things that happened to you and you realize, well, <laughs> it's not their fault after all. You know, it happened. I need to move forward.
So are you willing to forgive everyone? Especially in this part of the year, my friend, when we are about to celebrate Christmas, face New Year's Eve, and start the year 2022 clean, at peace with God, are you willing to forgive everyone? I hope you are. Because with God's power working in you, He will do much more than you can ask or think of. You have no idea what the Lord will do in your life when finally your heart becomes clean. But that cleanness, the fact that the Lord can wash away your sins, it has to do a lot with your willingness to forgive everybody else. And then is when you will be able to adapt to new circumstances. When the Lord opens a new door and the Lord brings another person and the Lord gives you a new contract and the Lord gives you a new job and the Lord puts you in contact with a health institution, a doctor, a procedure or something, when all these circumstances are coming to you and you realize that you have to adapt <laughs> because life is not going to be like it was in the past. It's not going to be that way, never, ever again. Are you willing to adapt? Are you able to adapt to new circumstances? Because when you are willing, you will experience the power of God in you that He will help you in, in a way that is even much better that you can ask or think of. The Lord has wonderful things for you in your future if you do your part. Because He has the power. He has the resources. He has the authority. He can say, yes. He can say, here is my blessing for you. He can say, here is this person for you. Here is this uh, job, employment, contract. Here's all this for you. People, many things. He can give you everything. As long as he sees that the priorities are right in your life. That's why we need to start every single day. We can restart. Today is a good opportunity to restart. Maybe you have never given your heart to God. For real. I invite you today. Give your full heart to the Lord. Your whole heart. And say to Him, Father, I'm here. Would you like to do that? What if uh, I lead you in a prayer? And you say this prayer with me. That will be my Christmas present. Give me that Christmas present. Say this prayer with me with all of your heart. What if you give this Christmas present to God himself, to the Lord, to your family, starting all over again by giving your heart to the Lord God? The prayer is on the screen. Say it with me. Dear God, I would like to restart all over again. Is that possible? I would love to have another opportunity to have better relationships with everyone. Please help me to do it. I am sorry that I have failed. I need you. 
You are the one that I want to adore. You are my God. I open my heart to you. I confess my sins before you. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord, starting today. I want to see life and people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord, to become the person you want me to be. Do you know, my friend, that all that is possible thanks to the sacrificial death of our Lord Jesus Christ? What if you say with me, I am forgiven by Jesus, my Lord can do everything. His word is true and active in me. My life is going to be great and blessed in 2021. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile down on you and show you His kindness. May the Lord answer your prayers and give you peace. From Odessa, Texas, in the name of the Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in the name of Victory Church and my family, I say to you, have a wonderful rest of your day. See you next time. for watching Victory Church, please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.